Where the fuck are you? Oh, not here at the moment. But that's okay because he's outside working, which is always good, Tommy. Super child, golden child. Thankfully, I've got Ben here um, who works in our marketing area, fabulous marketer, and also of my favourite rugby team, Ramwick, second grade coach. Benny, give us a little update as to where, you know, the mighty wicks are at at the moment, please. Uh, we're travelling pretty well. First grade have had a couple of losses the last couple of weeks, but they're still in the top five. Uh, my guys are top of the table. We've got uni at uni this weekend, and there's a few super rugby blokes back as well. So got a few blokes in the Wallaby squad. Uh, that'll get culled on Sunday after the super rugby final. So we might get a couple of blokes back, like Ned Hannigan potentially. Um and looking good for the finals, so it's exciting. It's a really exciting time for the club, actually. Hope Who doing are well. the most competitive teams we've got out there? Gordon. Gordon is stacked. Uh, Fucking hate Gordon. <laughs> Dirty, <laughs> filthy Gordon And And East, East have picked up a lot oh, of Super Rugby bikes. They've got, uh, I think they've got some points issues, so they're going to be in trouble at some stage, but they've, they've recruited every man in their have club. They, have they paid too much money for their play? Likely, yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, that's okay. But... Uh, so let's have a little prediction game here. First grade, we get to the finals. I think they will. Yeah, they've got to win. Uh, we've got Uni, Manly, East away. So they'll probably have to win two or three, which I think they're quite capable of doing. Semi-finals will be tough. I think they'll probably get to the second week and get knocked out. Uh, which has been a massive result from a, from, from last year. Yeah. You know, yeah. where we were we were languishing. Yeah. But, um, you know. Um, and my guys, I'm being biased, but I reckon we've got the ability to win the comp. So we've got a really good team. Fabulous. Yep. Happy days. Third grade? Third grade, bit of a mixed year for them because they've got uh, – a few clubs don't have third grade because of the limited players and all the rest of it. So it's, it's been tricky for them. But uh, they'll make the finals, but whether they do anything is another thing. Colts? Colts are doing really well. They're top of the comp. They haven't lost a game yet. They've got a bonus point in every game as well. So this weekend is basically top of the table. Ramwick versus Love uni. Love it. So hopefully Love we can so belt them. Us versus uni. Uh, I think I, I think we'll surprise people. I think we got a, we got a prop back from the Rebels, who's this big South African kid. Um, he's a big he's a big lump of a lad. Uh, and Uni have got a fair few blokes in the Wallaby squad as well. So they uh, stop they might be a little bit less short, Tony. A little well, bit shorter than you. He's just walked in and he's just <laughs> yeah. Where were you? Oh, actually doing a deal. That's what I said. <laughs> Working. What deal? Oh, here I'm on now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so big South African. Yes, uh, back, I can't okay. pronounce his name. It's like Cobus uh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> his name is uh, <laughs> is Mornay van der Meer. <laughs> is he head of credit <laughs> as well down at Randwick? <laughs> oh, that's gold. Well, mate, that's fabulous. Great wrap-up uh, for us there at the Mighty, and as we are a sponsor of Apricity. And it's wonderful, you know, I, I get a lot of feedback as well because of the TV coverage as well, which um, – and obviously, you know, sponsorship has been terrible. So anybody out there listening at this point in time, please continue to sponsor these clubs if you can, um, really in, in any way you can, because I've noticed how much has dropped off the Ramwick jersey this year. We are the one sponsor on a sleeve. The other side is left vacant, which is great uh, real estate for people. And uh, I just love it when people ring me and they go, it's so fantastic to see Apricity on yeah, the Yeah, there's been a couple of really good tries at Coogee Overscored right in front of the Apricity side yeah, on TV, which is a bonus. Yeah. So. And there's some fabulous um, 
uh, camera work, which has been done as well. So anyway, Benny boy, you know, to get back to Sydney and see those beautiful kids of yours. So thank you very much thank for you. doing this. Good and luck, we'll um, we'll continue with the podcast. Tony, welcome. Benny, how are you, mate? Thanks for call- filling in for me, mate. No have, I lost, have I lost my gig? Yeah. Am I, am I gone? Almost. Fuck, I know. Talk about replaced at the drop of a hat. Oh, well, you were fuck arsing around at the back there. So, oh. anyway, I thought, oh, oh well. Oh. How are you, Tuck? I'm very well, mate. What it's about been a yourself? few weeks. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. Been, uh, big, um, I've been out travelling a bit. and we've oh, it's been a bit hard. On. Yeah. COVID. I've been out Penrith. COVID hard. Been out Penrith Way, Western Suburbs. Renrith. Men, men. Um, Did you have a Big Mac meal? Big Mac meal with a uh, right. thick, with Nothing. a thick, with a thick tank. Uh, a thick tank as well. <laughs> Wait, um, what's doing? Hey, oh, there's plenty on. There's d- plenty on. Hey, did you read the paper on Sunday last Sunday about the some of our, the what? Southern Highlands finest um, robbing the Mittagong RSL? No, I missed it. Mate, um, these guys... I don't read the Western Herald very often. Mate, they had a good plan. I'm glad you brought it up. They had a good plan. And um, so Saturday... Um, he did or she did? Or it was a it was a Bonnie and Clyde type setup. Is that him on that, your photo? That's him. That was page five of the... Um, good of, looking of, sort of rooster. Of the, of the paper last week. So August 22nd, um, this guy thought he'd... Um, rob the Mittagong RSL at one o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. There's an idea. <laughs> there's, there's an it's idea. Only, there's only a few people around one o'clock at, on a yeah. Saturday. Aren't and and, and um, this this uh, this gentleman it was page five of the of the paper um, on the September the thirteenth. So when the Highlands make the paper for all the wrong reasons, I, I do tend to read it front to Tommy, back. Tommy, so sorry, just one second. He's just taking a sip of. Some sort of sports what, drink. What have though. you got, Tom? Golden Child is drinking. It's just a protein shake, just oh. to fit in. Oh. You make me sick, <laughs> mate. What what is in that shit? It's just powder that magically turns into uh, chocolate flavored liquid. Uh, uh, Does it taste like shit? It's not. Would you rather a uh, sort of a chocolate milkshake? Yes, hands well, down. No, I'm drinking Matus. Ah, oh, I'm drinking Tuis. That's our that's our protein shakes. So tell Portugal. me about this stuff. What does it do to the body, uh, Golden? Nothing directly. It's just helped substitute protein intake. So I so guess he's, um, he's lifted that many weights this morning. <laughs> I, I was moving a heavy wardrobe with your help, Tony, and oh I needed some protein. Don't talk to me about that. See, so, see, so listeners, Tommy was helping me. He can lift heavy weights, but as far as the um, ins and outs of moving the wardrobe, they need the brains trust in there, which is me, and Tommy does all the heavy lifting with his protein shake. Life experience goes a long way in removaling it things. It does, yeah. Tommy. You've learnt some things this morning. Yeah. So just put Anyways. things where Chrissy tells Anyways. you to and just don't fucking worry the about anything else. Yeah. Anyway, okay, getting get back, back to, getting get back back to, to your mate. The, the sock bandit. So this um, brainiac has had an idea yes. to rob – he needed some cash. So he's robbed the Mittagong RSL. How much did he need, Tony, do you think? 80K. For what? Um, so it's 18, life. 18K, I beg your pardon. Eight, eight, 18, 18, 18 as opposed to eight zero. Yeah, one eight. It's a fair difference yeah. in time. But it's not a bad whack up. So he's gone. <laughs> 18 grand. So he's to gone. To go to the bum factory for how long? <laughs> oh, I don't know. But he could be going for a while because this little champion, um, he has gone over the where the smoking section is. So he didn't sign in. 
So he's gone over the smoking section with a duffel bag. Lost now, his membership. Mate, this guy, this is this bloke listeners is one of our finest. He's got a face tattoo which he failed to cover. He's wore socks on his hands Smart. so he wouldn't leave fingerprints. So as um, he's run out, he's put the 12-gauge under the poor lady's face and said, give us all your cash. So she's handed over the 18 large, which would be the float for the TAB, Kino and poker machines. And then he's gone to do a runner out through the uh, foyer. Somebody's come out of the restaurant with a bowl of carbonara, pasta carbonara from the bistro. And our friend um, Ben Archibald, who is the legal counsel for this uh, brainiac, don't forget he was on Big Brother. He was on Big Brother, Benny. He's a he's Benny? a he was an ex copper now. Local now he's a barrister. Local silk, a champion, and um, he doesn't want to pers- didn't want to um, comment on the on the um, the case on the case because it's before the courts. However. He said he has had a large bowl of pasta at that club and it was quite delicious and why would you waste it? So this guy's ducked the pasta, but with that he's dropped the 18 large and because the fuck we'd had socks on his hands, he's gone down and he couldn't pick the money up. So he's only got half of it, gone out, and this is the kicker, ladies and gentlemen. They've hired a ute from Kedar's. <laughs> They've got into the ute. Canards makes your life easy. And um, so this brainiac, a couple of days later, seven days after the robbery, they spotted Mr Wells on the corner of Kirkman and Elizabeth Street in Mossvale. How many days later? Uh, Seven. Seven, (laughs) About 14 k's from Mittagong. So he was carrying a duffel bag containing a shortened firearm than cash. And how do they recognise him? Because he, off. He, he didn't cover the face tattoo. So, mate, if you're going to do a stick up, twit, do your homework. But, but, I just but not only that, Tom. Let, let's not forget that some time ago, the mighty Barrel Police, who used to be here, they've they've given us up. Yeah, yeah. So they went over to the world's biggest police station at Mossvale. <laughs> so, if you're from Mossvale and you are suddenly, oh, I might do a robbery. Mate, the final. I might do it from here, and I've got a, uh, I've got a teardrop. The final, my right the, the final sentence from the uh, reporter, which was Brendan Hills, says, "Hillsy Burke and Wells will face Mossvale <laughs> Court on the October the 20. Oh, what a twit! What a, what a twit! Anyway, all right now, uh, Super Child, Golden Child, whatever your bloody name is, I. Asked you last week, could you come up with a musical thing for Tony's top ten? I didn't learn to play the guitar yet, but I've got a harp. Give us it. Give it oh. to us. Give it to us. Oh. I just had a flock of sparrows fly like out of my ass. Tony's top ten. Okay, Tony, you ready? Hit me, brother. Fried eggs upwards or easy over? Oh, uh, f- upwards. I like them soft. Oh, yuck. Mm. Chocolate or strawberry move? Chocolate. Comments or Mentos? Mentos. Oh, every time. Mm. Nail clippers or scissors? Clippers. Mine are like, like a, a millimetre thick. Nails. <laughs> right. That fucking nail um, sort of uh, nail yeah, yeah, gun. Yeah. And, then, and then, you know, the good thing about, can I just digress? When you have the Quickly. nail clippers, you get that little Quickly. thing that comes out and you can dig right into the corners and get all that shit that accumulates in the corner of your toes. Yeah, right, yeah, that okay. sounds disgusting. Reg Grundies or boxer shorts? Reggies, you've got to keep the ca- tackle uh. closed, mate. Don't worry about that. 
What, what's left of the bludger? Australian natives or deciduous? Australian natives. A uh, nice Dirty, filthy trees. A, 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 a Grevillea Robin Gordon okay. comes to mind. Here he is, your old lawn mower, you. Cooch or um, Kikuyu? Cooch, Cynodon dactylon as opposed to <laughs> Kikuyu, which is uh, Penicetum clandestatum. So, correct. Or, or Eremocular aphoroides. Now, Colin Rook, if you're listening to this, you will correct me and send an email in to... Quickly. To uh, We are the effing crowd. It'll be in the description. Yeah, we are the effing yeah. crowd. So, Rookie, can you correct me on that? Something. With the uh, Latin... Titleist or Strixen? They both end up in the fucking water, so I'll go <laughs> Titleist. <laughs> Ever had sex with someone whose name you never knew? <laughs> I always love these ones with them. Um, uh, probably. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> probably. Hey, Simon. Okay. Active wear, yes or no? I don't wear it, but I love looking at it. When I was out at Bala Vista yesterday morning, there was lots of active wear because it was right next to a gym where the broker was an hour late, so I had a bit of time to kill Vision. It. Active wear. Active wear. <laughs> Yes. Well, let's go back, Tone. I'm going to ask you a couple of quickies here. Um, and this is one that I've been particularly interested in. Funniest places you've ever woken up. Now, I know you've told me a few of these, but let's let's have a little think about it prior to. And I'll, I'll tell a quick one. One of my funniest mates um, as a kid was a guy called Sam McClure. Oh. And we went to a party. Sammy McClure. Oh, I love Sammy McClure. He was, he's a beautiful man. Beautiful man. And we went to a party up um, on the bends towards Palm Beach. And I just used to get confused with those beaches up that Is way. Is that where um, Home and Away is, Phil? Yeah, it was. Yeah, never yeah been definitely. There, but there's a, uh, there's a certain boy. little beach. And we had a band called the Casual Barlows. <laughs> <laughs> you were in a band? What, uh, what instrument did my you My instrument was my voice. <laughs> I was the singer. <laughs> <laughs> the casual barlows. The casual barlows. So as, as in with, uh, Big Wednesday? Yeah, correct. Oh, yeah. I love so it. the casual barlows Didn't piss in were... in the steam mine, did you? No, 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 never. I love it. The casual so The casual barlows. That's gold. And we set up this band and, and I decided we should do a cold chisel um, set up for it, mm. which meant that. Every member had to do a case of throwdowns oh. and a bottle of Smirnoff. Royal Reserve. Oh. No, we went the Royal Reserve oh. mode. So we got on and literally we were that pissed when we got on <laughs> to stage. Who were you playing it to? It was a crowd of all of our friends. That's funny. It was just out in the garden. It was all set up. You know, there were base technicians. There was everybody setting all this whole rubbish up out the front. We moved to a point where <laughs> we're literally falling. Drummer was falling off this way, lead singers going that way and whatever. Anyway, Sammy McClure, who was our lead guitarist. Oh. And Sammy was pretty good with the birds. Was he? Good sort? Good oh, style of bloke? He's a good style of young, sort of blonde haired Surfer dude? Well, yes, but also eastern suburbs, you know. Uh. And, and anyway, he... He and a young lady decided that uh, a Balgal or a Bilgola, whatever that beach is there, um, and it's very sort of rounded and enclosed. Anyway, he's gone straight out the front. Mm-hmm. Wooshka, taking the bird out there. Bit of fun. Yeah, giddy up. Anyway, he's fallen asleep, sound oh. asleep. Oh. And 
morning time, Sammy comes back and tells me this story. So I've woken up. Got, uh, uh, Sammy's coming straight at me and tells me the story. So he's woken up. He's taken a doona, no clothes, she mm. and he, no clothes, towards where the surf arrives. Beautiful. What a lovely place to wake up in the morning. Lovely, a lovely, lovely evening. Lovely evening of morning. Sandy hand job, all that sort of shit. And they're just into it, hooked in. Anyway, he's fallen sound asleep because, of course, we've had way too much to drink. Anyway, wakes up in the morning, looks over. <laughs> Sunshine's hitting him. The eyeball. The eastern sunshine's hitting him straight in the eyeball. He's on top of the doona and he looks over. Where's the said girl? No. Within – oh, she's gone. Oh, she's for all, yeah, yeah. all get out. Yeah. He's looked over a couple of feet away. There's a fisherman. <laughs> Fishing for salmon. He's looking <laughs> – <laughs> Just With his rod pointing and, north. And he said also he had the the morning glory. Oh no. Oh the dial up uh, like he's, the beach rod was yeah, up there. Exactly. Pointing north. Absolutely. Yeah. Well what about you? But, but, I, I've heard a couple of bunker stories about you. Yeah, well I've woken up at the bunker at um Cogra Golf Club, but one of the ones I'm not proud of, mate, was when uh, can I tell you a story? Yeah, please. When I had the kangaroo yeah, valley, when I had the kangaroo, the friendly in hotel at Kangaroo Valley, um, Angie's mum and dad came down, and and you know you work you work from seven till six, whatever it was, and then the staff come in and had a band on, and so that particular night, I decided to get on the uh, tequila. Decided to get on the tequila shots. Oh, mm. so Angie's father. Has gone upstairs, put him to bed, and then Angie's mother's gone upstairs, and then Angie's gone upstairs. So, mate, even a pig knows when he's had enough. So, I was last upstairs, and anyway, so I've woke up in the morning, and um, Angie's mother, Lynn, is on the lounge, and she's long, she's long, and Angie says, uh, "Lynn, why are you in the lounge?" She said, "Because your husband is in my bed with no clothes on." Oh. And unbeknownst to me, I've climbed in the wrong bed, but I didn't mean any by. But yeah, I, I, I've broken up on many a lawn, and my mate Kieran King used to come and pick me up. And um, this is before mobile phones, so you'd have to find a phone. And yeah, but um, I'll yeah. tell you a little story about uh, the beautiful Chrissy, oh, you, Christina, you know, and uh, her family. I when I first met her, I had to go to a barbecue at <laughs> her sister's Chrissy. house. She's um, looking fabulous too, mate. Just quietly. She's Nothing good, wrong with she's her. She's in great shape. Yeah. Hey? She's in great shape. She's yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, it, it's everything I've done, of course. But of course you have. Um, no, I was at uh, her sister's house in Sydney one time Ooh. and it was a three-storey terrace house <laughs> and um, we were supposed to be – we were there doing a barbecue with her sister and her brother-in-law and then I went to uh, – go. did the barbecue, etc. Chrissy went to bed. It's three-storey terrace-type structure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like a, one of them um, federation-type. Oh, three type. or four-storey. Yeah, 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 like Ange had it um, at uh, Bronte, yeah, yeah, one of them federation Anyway, type. they've yeah. all gone to bed, the two sisters. I'm downstairs with – uh, 
Tony Kenner, who's her husband, and whose husband? Uh, Michelle, oh, who's okay. her older yeah. sister. Anyway, so we decide uh, to have a few more drinks, etc. And then, anyway, I get taken upstairs. Uh, no, no, I, I decide I've had enough. I'm going sideways. Nick's just bought us a drink, mate. G'day, Nick. Uh, hello, Nicholas. Uh, yeah, so you're on the three. You're up on the third story, up the top. No, so I've decided, but I, I thought I was told floor two, go straight oh. in the bedroom. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. This has got shit written all over. And but it was no, it was floor three that I was supposed to go to. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and and it was a very early in Chrissy and my courtship, of course. So I've early um, days. I bolted straight in there, and. Throwing the leg over. Oh, stop it. To Chrissy's sister. <laughs> well, to mate, which got, she goes, oh! She's got five of them, four. Well, the, 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 but the classic was Cinderella type story, of course. I had a, a pair of thongs on. I've dropped the left double plugger. Oh, no. As I've run out of the room going, oh, holy Bl- fuck. Blue or black? Uh, blue. Oh. Blue. In fact, no, maybe red. Red, red. Red double pluggers? Yeah. Where do you get them from? Oh, that fantastic brand. Well, uh, Eastern Suburbs? Because you've never yeah. got them in Bankstown. They're black. Eastern if Suburbs. If, if you're going... Eastern Suburbs. If you go to the beach, you wear blue. Eastern if you're going suburbs. out, you wear black. Okay. 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 You've been to the Eastern red, Suburbs enough. Red. Yeah. Red double pluggers. Anyway, I'd, I've dropped one off. Fucking red. Dropped one off the site. So the next morning... Anyway, listen. Listen in. Next morning... I'm listening. I... Get up, we're having breakfast, and the brother-in-law goes, <laughs> comes downstairs with said double plunger, plugger. Oh, like Cinderella. And goes, why the fuck is your double plunger in my wife's bedroom? Hell it. I go, all right, <laughs> maybe because you weren't. No, it was, seriously, it was one of the funnier things we've ever done. How'd anyway. You, how'd you dig yourself out of that one? Because I hadn't done anything. Mm. I was just really pissed. Anyway, all good. Righto. Mate, my uh, – guess what I've got for Father's Day? Oh, tell me. A pair of aviatas. What in those? Fucking those puff – those bloody um, – Thongs. Thongs. Because Ange despises double pluggers. Well, they're just those thin little – Mate, they're good, but as an old greenkeeper – Oh, aviana thongs. Aviana thongs. No, no, I've got seven pairs of those. Yeah, but I – No, I was thinking about those other things. What are those – Dr. Scholl's? What are those? Oh, no things. No, but but these aviana – I wear these double pluggers. When I was a greenkeeper, I'd go through probably three pairs of summer. Mm. And I liked them, but uh, anyway, the girl from the eastern suburbs is trying to – Educate the boy from Bankstown. Now, speaking about the girl from, uh, I was out at Penrith last week seeing, seeing clients and and brokers. You're not going to tell this story, are you? Tom? I have Please to. Please don't. Please. I love her too much for you to tell uh, this. Well, story. my darling wife Angela Jane, um, she used to teach at uh, Nepean High, and anybody that knows Ange knows she doesn't mind a cold drink on a hot day or being known to drink in the snow and. She was out there one day at Penrith Leagues, or Panthers as they call it, the Las Vegas of the West. And um, she's on the charge and had a dead set gutful. And she's on the poker machines, boys. And um, She's a teacher, yeah? She's, she's a, she was a teacher, yeah. yeah right. And she, so she, 
the security's gone and asked her to sort of had enough this that and the other. So with that, she's found herself in the um, service elevator, gone upstairs to the kitchen, loaded all the pockets up with eggs, gone back downstairs, and to the poker machine room. Security have seen her on the Talking cameras. Talking to me or the crowd? Yeah. Well, the, you. I love you. And the crowd, the golden child and the new boy, you know. Anyway, so they've come over and they've gone at her. So she's she's just let them have it with these eggs. Like just, like Aquaman. She's let them have it with a dozen eggs, right? And then she's pissed off and gone upstairs. And everything. Anyway, she's gone back to the poker machine, room, uh, poker machine again and she's playing away and... This guy's come over and says, excuse me, can you please follow me? Security. Gone up into the manager and she thought she'd won the, the jackpot. Like, <laughs> yes. So she's gone up into the manager's room and there's these two blokes looking like walking omelettes. She just let them have it. So she's barred for life from the Penrith Leagues Club. Panthers Club. Panthers. The Las Vegas of the West. Well, mate, I, go, I tell I you what, they're going well, the Panthers. And I know you, uh, mate, I know your Roosters uh, and, and the Dragons are fucked, so we'll let that one go. But uh, Who are you going for now? Oh, the Chooks. Oh. <laughs> but I tell you what, mate, they oh, – I, I worry about Cordner with his – I worry about Cordner. they're imposter. No. I, I, anyway, I, I we're not I, talking footy. Well, I am. No, no, because guess what, Tone? Mate, you're we talking will, about union. I, I, we, will, we will get um, – all we'll do is we'll get pasted for this next week when somebody, you know, loses or what have you. But I, I do have a story for you, Tone. One of my oh, dear you, friends – A story. I love a story. A young lady. And, you know, you know Shinshinto didn't run so well the last That's time racing. we saw him. He was just – Cuz? He, he just wasn't – he wasn't – into it at the time. It was a terrible day. It was too hot and what have you. But anyway, a friend of mine who's a teacher, and when I said teacher before, so she teaches in a little private boys' school down in Sydney. Oh. And she rang me. What's the, the name day. of the school? I'm not going to mention the school. Well, we're not mentioning no, no, her. I'm not mentioning well, the school. Well, what area is I'm it? I'm not mentioning the school. It's in the eastern suburbs. Of course it anyway. is. Of course it so, is. So she, she rang me and she said, would you mind if you rang, you know, your trainer there at Ramwick mm-hmm. and I took a few of our kids out to have a look at what happens at a racetrack first thing in the morning. Like three o'clock? They weren't going at three. They Track went, work? They went there at sort of five. Okay. She took them out. Yep. Um, first class, second class, third class. Love it. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah, and she took them and it was fabulous. They got a bus and they yeah, went that's out. Cool. That's they really got cool. got to the track and they're there and they're having a ball. They're watching the horses run around. Yep. They saw a couple of mine yep. run around, which is, for me, is a huge thing when mm-hmm. any anybody sees any of our horses. Anyway, so they... <sighs> Oh, how's that scare? Is that Two is new again, sponsored oh, yeah. by Two is new. Oh mate, there's still a few love the a fridge. sponsorship from Two is new. We, we've not even got a fucking case out of them. No. Yeah, anyway, let's anyway, let's, let's, let's go, go back, back to the, let's, let's go back, back to Ramwick. Okay, so <coughs> so they're out at Ramwick, and so a couple of the boys, because they provided them with a couple of orange juices and some mm. waters and whatever. Anyway, the little boys. How old are these boys? 
as I said, first class, second class, oh, third class. So you're talking that? like six year olds, seven year olds, eight year olds. Wouldn't have one hand or one end of a horse to the other, yeah. No, no, but you know, guess what? They're <coughs> looking over the roses, they're mm, yeah. having a look at the horses. And I love it. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, they go, Oh, miss. North North? No no. <laughs> no, no. No, North. Love the North North. <laughs> However, we need to go to the bathroom. Mm. We fucking had, you know, a couple of Mr. Orchies. And, you know, you've provided us with water on <laughs> yeah. the bus out here. And so they go and anyway, she goes, oh, shit, <coughs> I know. Female teacher, female teacher, male toilets. So she... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she... She takes him to the bathroom, beautiful lady that she is, mm-hmm. takes him to the bathroom and she says, in you go, boys. Do your best. Whatever. Do go, your best. Go your life. Anyway, boys go in. She's standing outside. Comes back out. A couple of the boys come out. Yeah, miss, really sorry. Urinals are too high for us. Oh, no. Off the ground. Milk crates. So she goes, what do I do? She goes, oh, no, fuck Third it. world problem. Fuck it. I'll go in. Uh oh. So she goes in. Little Johnny. Oh, yes, little Johnny is the first one. She grabs little Johnny. Like, you know, just imagine it. Grabs him by the so side of his shorts, lifts him up. Little Johnny goes, yeah. pisses. Whisker. Goes on to little Tony. Big Tony. Little, little, little Tony. Big Tony. Picks up little Tony. Anyway, she gets Massive through about Tony. six of these kids and she gets to the next one. She lifts him up. Tiny Linden? Li- lifts. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, no, but she gets to this one. She lifts this little one up. She, she can't help herself. Her eyes go a bit jaded and she goes, oh. looks around and goes, Jesus, you, you must be in third class. He turns around and goes, "No, I'm writing the uh, favourite in the next, but thanks very much for the help." <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. What do you reckon? That's good for well, a joke teller, yeah, Tone. And you know how terrible I'm at telling <laughs> jokes. What do you reckon? I like it. So let's go to stories, uh, news items. And again, Tyne, it's been another one of those weeks where it's horrific to try and find stuff. But I did find Florida man charged with impersonating an officer after allegedly pulling over off-duty Orlando cop. Oh, fucking... Yeah, so talk about not your lucky day. Had to be a fucking day. idiot. Yeah, not yeah, your lucky day, dickhead. A Florida man accused of impersonating a police officer wound up in handcuffs himself this week accusing of pulling over an off-duty Orlando cop in March, local reports said the 40-year-old Omar Ford, great name, allegedly told investigators he was on his way home from his security guard job when he saw another car he thought was swerving an impaired driver. So he just pulled the fucker over. The whole thing was, again, don't try and impersonate, as I said, very difficult to find stories at the moment. The only other one that I found, which I think has been fabulous, 
Were you a Caddyshack fan? <laughs> what? Rodney Dangerfield? He came downstairs the other Thursday at the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at which pub? Uh, no, at the... At the uh, what, uh, 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 Neptune's Palace. At the, the, <laughs> at the key. That day, he was funny. And made a barrel. And I backed his horse. Not the, and not it was shit. On Saturday, not the run to the rose, but in the eighth. And made it... Mate, anyway, I've I got a few words to so have a chat to yeah. him. Well, the beautiful thing is Cinderella story, Caddyshack star... Caddies during US Open practice round. So, for those who know golf, uh, this fellow, Danny Noonan. Oh, Danny Noonan. Yeah, well, we all know Danny Noonan. Yeah, he was a caddy, yeah. But his real name, a.k.a. Michael O'Keefe. Mm-hmm. So, he's been hanging around, like, since that. Um, but guess what? His US Open's coming up. And he's decided maybe I'll give this a crack as a caddy. Oh, good luck with that. With a person. What are your thoughts? Well, mate, uh, remember that (coughs) it was Judge Schmel at Beechwood. (laughs) Well, have a look at his – he's an old man these days. Uh, Not an old man, but a little bit older Mate, let it go. Mate, let it go. Uh, Let it go, yeah. But he's – no, he's got the Beechwood cap on. Yeah, mate – it was all about um, what, what, uh, there, there was there was Rodney Dangerfield and and who was the comedian guy the big um, yeah the guy that didn't count um, Bill Murray and who was the other guy and he never used to cut Chevy Chase Chevy Chase anyway the greatest comedy person of all time mate um, what about our friend Andrew who's got gout. Ugh. Is anybody is anybody ever out there suffer from gout? The bloody brown trout. The brown mate, it is. We, we used to have a, 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 a crew. I had I actually um, down at Berrydale there was a gout there was a gout team. Uh, look out gout. I had I had um, I had shirts made up, look out gout. And if you've had it, it's one of the most Painful things you've ever had in your life. I mean, what it is, it's a uric acid buildup, and, and it's like putting um, barbed wire in your joints. And anyway, it's a terrible thing. So it is manageable, but our friend Andrew has got it. Horrific, horrific. Ange, uh, my wife used to get uh, gout. Not a touch. Yeah, she's got a little bit of gout. Females generally don't yeah, get she's, it. Yeah, no, she used to get it in the uh, in the vagina. <laughs> Every time I touch her there, she say, "Get <laughs> you bludger." <laughs> anyway, um, oh dear. So oh yeah, dear. the gout—it's a terrible thing, and um, it's—it it, it is manageable. So you should really get stuck into it and, uh, right. and see your rheumatologist, uh, mate. I was seeing—I was reading last Monday's paper mm. with the bikey, um, uh, and who scared the shit out of me, uh, Mark Buttle, who's over in Dubai. With a hundred million, did you meet him? No, I never met him. Thank God. But we used to get a few bikies, um, especially down at Bermagui. So we used to get the Fourth Reich. So they were a Wollongong-based bikey club, and um, and don't we love them? We, yeah, we, we absolutely. And and they 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 would roll up, and you, you if you know Bermagui, I'm not going to be all, negative about any bikey club. <laughs> I love the bikey the shit out. all of them. So, They're beautiful. So, so we'd be si- sitting in the we'd be sitting in the public bar there, and you'd hear the bikes coming. There'd be forty. <laughs> this is before 
this was before they they, they, they weren't no, no, they didn't, no, they weren't snoring, mate. They were so, so you, there'd be sixty Harleys coming into town, and you could hear them from miles away, you know. And um, uh, the, the 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 blood would just drain out of me, and I think, oh fuck, here we go, another week. So, so they would never, ever, 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 ever announce they were coming, ever. So um, my, my uh, wife and Jackie and we had um, two little children, Sam and Tom. So uh, the fourth Riker in town. So they, they, there'd be 60, 50 or 60 Harleys. So they would come into town and they would pull up. And um, so on my one-man operation, I had fabulous staff, but the buck stopped with me. So they, they, uh, they would come into the pub. <coughs> and, th- and like I said, these are the days when you could wear colours. Did you punch up? Oh fuck no, <laughs> no mate! I'm not. Oh, no way. So I said to the far uh, too sensible. So the, the the president's name was Zeke. So I used to drink, have a beer with Zeke, and then and then and and the uh, sergeant at arms and the treasurer. So I would go and drink with those guys. So with that, I had sort of control with the guy. So they, they just take over. So um, so when they – because they arrived with – and you couldn't staff for that. So we would put our a boy behind – little um, Sammy or Tom behind the bar in a car capsule because it was all hands on deck. 60 guys drinking bourbons or Jack Daniels. So Did you have enough bourbon or Jack Daniels? We always had enough but because yeah, it was quite a busy hotel but – to get 60 anyway so um they the a couple of boys were smoking cones on the on the veranda and um would go and say mate that's not acceptable and they'd get that and then th- they would let firecrackers off in the bar and um i went up to um, zeke and the and the sergeant at arms and the um and the treasurer i said guys i'm one person you're 60 um and this is how it used to be in that day and and i said oh, oh, you know you've obviously got control but can I, you've got I've, I've got your respect and hopefully you've got my respect um every time a firecracker goes off uh, my son is starting to cry and so they sorted all that sort of stuff out so what they would do is that they would camp down near the near the but like you had the Birmingham pub opposite was the beach and then there was a big football field down next to it so they would go and camp down there on the back of their bikes they'd have swags and this that and the other and um and um, I would say, well, what do you need? So they would need some sausages. So I'd ring Stevie Parsons down at Birmingham Butchery, whole hearthead. So he would get, you know, five kilos of snacks. Stevie still the butcher down there? Hardhead. Mate, hardhead. Good, yeah, good football too. Right. And so he'd get that. And then I'd say, what else do you need? They said, firewood. So I said, because when they drive, when they ride around in a – with their bikes, they always got a couple of utes in case something breaks down or whatever. So I said, drive up the through the bottle shop up the top, and there is a woodshed. So <laughs> I said, just roll up there, and I'll give you some firewood for your for your fires around the you know tonight. So they pull back the tarp, and there's about thirty baseball bats. I said, fucking you, blokes don't need firewood. You got plenty. <laughs> anyway, they had a bit of a laugh, so I got them some firewood. But they were, you know, you just paid them the respect. And one, <laughs> I 
couple of blokes ended up in hospital that night because there was a bit of a s- couple of stinks. But um, overall, Tone, did yes. the bikies ever cause an issue for you? Um, mate, that Milpera back in the eighties, they there was one issue in a car a, park, but yeah, oh, that was no, that was that that wasn't at the pub. I was at that was at the. Um, no, but what that I was would at Father's say, Day, nineteen eighty four, at the at the Viking Hotel, and, and I don't want to go there. But, but but what I would say to you is that overall, they terrify me. Oh, they're extremely um, frightening types. However, they stick to their own, a hundred percent. And and you better off leaving them at, at that. But, correct, um, correct. I, I Move always, on. I always got on well, mate. And um, you know, I, I just I, I'm going to say one more thing. Tonight, before we disappear off, or well, this afternoon. Um, so, gypsies. What do you know about gypsies? Like knackers? Well, just, you know, disappear and, you know, do, which is very apt as it relates to. <laughs> so, I got a text last weekend from one of our dear little mates up in Townsville. Mm. Oh, Andy, Randy, Andy. Yeah, so he texts me got, and says. I think he's got to go. <laughs> hey, well, yeah, but he, he texts me and he says, "Hey, my daughter." So, Andy's daughter is over in Britain, in the UK, which is obviously where he came from. Can't help bad luck. No, but her boyfriend is, and they're out in the family, and 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 so forth. He texts me, um, and I might, um, if I've got my phone here, no, it's on the table, but the. Message exactly was that um, his daughter's boyfriend has just been buffed in the head by his brother. He what? He's, oh, he mentioned his daughter's a- boyfriend has just been belted by his brother. So his daughter's he, boy. So it's boy and on boy. He continues boy. to talk about, but it's boy gypsies. on boy, is it? Boy on boy. Oh, it's absolute boy and boy. Well, mate, punch the shit out. As long as they're not touching the oh, girl. Oh, and Andy today. I don't, I don't give a fuck. As long as they're not hitting a lady. I, mate, punch on. I don't care. Couldn't yeah. agree more. Um, but it was don't a care. very, very amusing it's story. Because talks. this little twat. Because they're all. You know what Andy's? Andy's size is he's about four foot six. But he's got plenty of go on him. Oh, I tell you what. You wouldn't. You know, if I, your take belly him. would get bashed. I'd take him. I'm not sure. I'm sure you would. There's yeah. no issue with that. Anyway, no, I just thought, what do you think of gypsies? Well, mate, I'm fortunate because I've got a house, a roof over my head. I've got a fabulous job. So I, I, I don't think until you walk a, a mile in somebody's shoes you can comment. So I've always been fortunate enough to have um, good… Self-righteous. No, I'm not self-righteous at all, mate. I'm just saying that I'm, I've, I've had a loving parents and always had… A good job and and, um, and loving boss, a, a loving, a loving boss. <laughs> but I just um, I, I never really dealt with gypsies. But if you've watched that, um, uh, is it with, with uh-huh. uh, what's his name? One Brad Pitt, and he's a knacker. He's an Irish knacker, and he's um, a gypsy. Well, they beat the gypsies out of each other. What lock, stock, and two smoking barrels? That's a great. Um, Insight of the gypsy re knacker world. Wedding stories, Tone. Which one? 
You've well, been just three. what, a, You've what been are the funniest? You've been married three times, I've been what married twice. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. I've done it three <laughs> times. I was, In fact, we had a lovely, a beautiful um, Syl get married last week, which I was... Oh. She's I was only COVID lucky to to get and see her get married. But however, <laughs> tell me tell me what's your favorite buck story? Uh, mate, not really. Not haven't got you know, I mean we used to have a fair few bucks nights and, and, and that that come to pubs and mirrors. Yeah, it's like they were like football. Hookers. Well, uh, oh, mate, everything. Uh, and they were <laughs> Especially down at like Berrydale and <laughs> Berrydale and 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 um, and but mate, I never I never had an issue with uh, with a Bucks party or a or a football trip at your venue as long as we were first. <laughs> I said I don't want to see you fuckers at it's one o'clock point. in the morning because it's not going to happen, mate. Come in and I'll buy everybody a schooner or everybody a drink. Including the buck and, and the bloke with a chain around his hand and fucking <laughs> smashes the shit out. And, uh, mate, uh, I'm happy to do that, but I don't want to see you guys at one because you're not coming in. Mm. And, and that was it. And I was, no, quite, I, I, was, I was quite firm. But I'll tell you another little story. Please. If, 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 if ever you're in a hotel or a licensed establishment, and, and I've been around the block a bit, and, and people would get their wallets stolen. So they might leave them on a table or a purse or a mobile phone or a wallet. I'm by I'm terrible at leaving my shit yeah. on a table. So, so what would happen? They would they come in the next morning and say, oh, I've had a wallet stolen. Or they come in later on that night. I've had my purse. The girls would say, I've had my purse stolen. So what? first thing I would do was go straight into the toilet. And if it was a... a oh, a, look if, in if, the dunny if, block. You always yeah. told me this. Yes. If it was a girl, I would take one of... Uh, or, or, or I'd ask somebody to watch the door of the girl's toilet. So, And I'd take a, a um, female bar, bar person with me. And, and, and in the cistern, the, the people that would steal the wallets would throw the... They'd take all the cash out. There's two reasons. One, there's no security cameras in toilets. And two, they could go into the cubicle, it's private, and they could go through, rat through it and get all the cash and stuff out of it. And then they would put that in the cistern. Like some cisterns in, in pubs, they're, wall, they're behind the wall, so you can't do that. But a lot of them are just like the old-fashioned where you've got a cistern. And um, many, 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 many a time I've found somebody's wallet, and they were just happy to get back their driver's licence, credit cards, but they were, and that was just a, a little observation I'd made over the sad story there. Tony's hospitality tips. If you lose your wallet, check the shitter. Correct. Have a look at that. All right. Well, we are going to have to wind this up. Mate, I want to keep going. I know we've got to go because the golden child's yawning. And, no, you know, no, fuck, no, no. Makes no. me well, sick. Actually, hang on. Mate, Jump what, on. Tommy, what's Go going on? Char, yeah. what, what is going on? You're on a current uh, two-month or three-month fitness oh, fanaticism. Yeah. I'll just try and lose some weight, yeah. Mate, so. I've just missed three calls from my wife saying, where's Tommy? You're supposed to be at Mittagong? Not that I'm aware of, but I'm on my way. <laughs> okay, she's she's waiting there with a glass of Chardonnay. Um, Tommy, you're looking fabulous, resplendent there in the. I think that shirt's about three sizes too small for you, but you know. I you don't get do that. my own size. I always borrow man tits. <laughs> the man tits. Are yeah, certainly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's wind this up tonight and uh, or today. Thank you very much, Anthony. As usual, LT. It's been a pleasure.
You've been your usual hilarious self. Uh, and so we're coming back. Uh, apologies for the fact that we were a little bit out of date here, but we will be back next week. Take care. Look after each other. And Tony. What about, what about the Simply Red issue? The story? <laughs> it's a shit joke. Goodbye. Uh,